Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat with the show that has the flow to keep you in the know. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T, the show designed with you in mind. It's April 27th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, singer Cuba Gooden Sr., singer, rapper, songwriter, and actress Lizzo, who turns 32 years old today. Late actress Mad Sinclair and late civil rights leader, Coretta Scott King. Today on the national calendar is National Babe Ruth Day, National Prime Rib Day, and National Tell a Story Day. On this date in history, Maggie L. Walker was named president of Richmond St. Luke Bank and Trust Company and became the first black woman to head a bank in 1903. The theme this month is Safer at Home. And I want to remind you how easy it is for the coronavirus to spread. I'm gonna share with you a post that I read on Facebook. You wake up with a terrible cough, a fever, and severe body aches. Immediately, you run to the doctor. Unfortunately, you're diagnosed with coronavirus, COVID-19. For the last two weeks, you've been unaware that you were infected. For the last two weeks, you, quote, followed the rules. You got together with some friends for pizza, had a few people over, even visited some parks or beaches, filled up your gas tank, and you figured, I don't feel sick and I can't stop living my life. You spend a few days home on the couch sick, feeling pretty crappy, but then you're well again because you're young, you're healthy and strong. But your friend who stopped by caught it from you and she visited her 82-year-old grandfather who uses oxygen tanks daily to help him breathe because he has COPD and heart failure. Now, he's dead. Due to social distancing rules, the funeral is limited to 10 people that can't hug each other. Your co-worker who has asthma caught it too. During your little pizza get-together, now he's in the ICU fighting for his life alone. He has an amazing family that can't visit him in the hospital. He's not likely to survive. The cashier at the restaurant where you picked up the pizza carried the infection home on his clothes to his wife, who has MS, which makes her vulnerable. She's not as lucky as you. So she's admitted to the hospital because she's having trouble breathing again alone. No visitors. The lady at the gas station where you stopped to fill up She had hypertension. The money you gave her had the virus on it. Her medication for her hypertension is an ACE inhibitor allowing the virus to ravish her lungs. She died in her sleep. She was a single mother and the sole provider of her minor child. And this is how COVID-19 spreads and it kills. It doesn't care who you are or where you come from. Rich, middle class, poor, you are safer at home. As I've mentioned on each show, we do know that everyone can't shelter at home 
as many essential workers risk their lives and the health of their loved ones as they continue working and keep things moving. To all the healthcare professionals, medical workers, first responders, postal workers, transit workers, sanitation workers, grocery store workers, stockers, clerks, cashiers, and others. We appreciate you and your service. We pray you stay well and others are mindful not to put you in danger by dismissing CDC guidelines. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Please be reminded, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. If you are a musician and have some music you want to share, hit me up and let us check out your sound. I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Let's take time to celebrate people and extend our congrats to people doing good work and making our communities better. Speaking of that, I want to congratulate my Leadership Knoxville 2020 classmate and fellow FAMU Rattler, Clarence Vaughn III, as he was named the new Director of Diversity and Community Relations at the University of Tennessee Knoxville's Haslam College of Business. He previously served as the Executive Director of the Police Advisory Review Committee for the City of Knoxville. We can expect great things from him, and I'm excited about him serving in this role. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is trending news and hot topics. Once again, man, we're pushing the envelope. This is for all the beautiful ladies that we wish and uh, we did, you know. Battle what nobody says you know. I took it down. In the back of the club, in my hotel room, no matter what a boyfriend says, no matter what a friend may say, she knows. In the back of my SUV, I took it down. Connect the dots, girl And I swear to you We're gonna make it hot, girl Cause you know If you want, I can make it right Switching up and down Like I'm in a six tray Can I make the same name I have you so Don't need no crystal We'll be cool with Rossi Top of the lot Five, five Like you made for me Tonight We're gonna get a little track left. You know I like it like that You know I got say it all night long Man, yeah. what nobody says You know No matter what a boyfriend says, no matter what a friend may say, she knows. In the back of my SUV, I took it down. I took it down. Ooh, I came across this girl. She was about five seven. She was a model type, not quite a dime, more like eleven. Had a brother wandering yeah, yeah, yeah. to the hotel 
me and the stallion Off we went for five this time She was already bitch And I'm about to dive up in there Know with me there's nothing but Welcome back to Talking with Tea, Spilling the Tea. Are you ready for this? Don't you move, just stay where you sit. It's time for today's Quick Bits. Navy leaders are recommending reinstating Captain Brett Crozier, who was fired after he raised concerns about the coronavirus outbreak on the USS Theodore Roosevelt. Captain Brett Crozier, who was removed from command after sending a letter pleading for help to fight the coronavirus on his aircraft carrier, was largely cleared after Navy review. As of Saturday, there had been 2,912,818 coronavirus cases around the world and over 200,000 deaths. We are nearing a million cases in the U.S. with close to 55,000 deaths. New York ranks number one with over 280 cases and almost 22,000 deaths, while Tennessee is number 19 with a little over 9,000 cases and 178 deaths. While Alaska has had only 339 cases and nine deaths. Day after day, there are heartbreaking stories as the coronavirus rips through families and places of work. Some families are losing multiple people and aren't even able to spend their last moments with them or have funeral services. This is not a game. Every week, there is something new. Most recently, it was reported that young and middle-aged people who were barely sick or dying of strokes. Apparently, COVID-19 can cause blood clots. We have to talk to our children and lead by examples of intelligence and common sense. I still see groups of kids congregating outside and I know it's hard on them, but we have to keep them and others safe. Now, I read that air conditioning spread the coronavirus to nine people sitting near an infected person in a Chinese restaurant. Keep that in mind as states lift stay-at-home orders. Tennessee's Governor Bill Lee details guidelines as businesses plan to reopen. You can find the link to that information on my website, TalkingWithT.com. The number of cases at the Bledsoe County Correctional Complex in East Tennessee has tripled since last week. People are still on the fence about controlling the virus in the prisons. I mean, you just can't let everyone out, yet it seems inhumane to keep them contained as the virus takes over. California prisons are planning to release 3,500 inmates early in an effort to prevent a coronavirus outbreak and to slow down the spread of COVID-19. Senator Elizabeth Warren's brother, Don Reed, died from the coronavirus, and Representative Maxine Waters' sister is battling COVID-19. The coronavirus has no respect. There are also questions about accuracy in reporting. Pennsylvania's death count decreased by 201 day. 
And I was thinking, what in the whole Lazarus Resurrection Data collection is this? Apparently, they were including a category called probable deaths, which is when a doctor believes a death is caused by COVID-19, but the patient was never tested. Class action lawsuits have been filed against three New York universities by students who argue the schools have failed to adequately refund or reimburse students for tuition and other fees they paid to have in-person, on-campus classes and other activities. I don't know if you all realize this, but just a bit of trivia, many of our current high school seniors are the same kids born during the wake of 9-11, which happened in 2001. Beyonce's organization donates $6 million to COVID relief, and Forbes has reported that Kanye West is officially a billionaire, and Dr. Dre and Diddy aren't far behind. Everybody's Talking With Tea, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, my friends, it's that time in the show where we review trending news. And, of course, today I have the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, T.I. Pam. Of course, still trending is the coronavirus, COVID-19, and states are now planning to lift safer-at-home orders and try to reignite the economy. And I get that families are suffering from being out of work and I saw where lines for food pantries are stretching out for miles. So this indeed is a difficult situation. However, I'm a little leery about reopening businesses and exposing more of the population to the virus. A new analysis found that the virus can remain viable in the air for up to three hours. So I'm thinking, even though I try to keep social distancing, even if I walk through a space where someone else you know, was infected, the virus is still living. On copper, it can last for up to four hours. On cardboard, up to 24 hours. And on plastic and stainless steel, up to 72 hours. Professor Jay, in that three days? 72 hours, yes, ma'am, three days. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm just a little, like I said, a little leery about everybody jumping right back in to businesses and congregating and all of that. Although, from what I've seen on social media, some people have ignored that anyway. True. I know down here um, I have several colleagues who go out for essential things throughout the week, and they report back that people are out as if there is no stay-at-home, no safer-at-home order. People are just out business as usual, and even some people have been out without masks, without gloves, without all of their protective equipment. I'm a little leery like you, Tanisha, because one of the problematic things that we've seen with this virus time and time again is that you have people who are asymptomatic, which means for those who don't know what asymptomatic is, they don't know that they have the virus because they're not showing any symptoms. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's a difference in that and being immune to the virus. So asymptomatic, you caught it, but you showed no symptoms, and you can still spread it. Immune means you don't catch it at all. Your body totally resists the virus. 
And so we don't know the population that's asymptomatic versus immune versus very vulnerable. And again, until it hits home for people, and we see story after story where it rips through families and is tearing communities apart because it doesn't take long once it hits a certain area. But until it hits home, I think people will continue to ignore the seriousness of it. Yes, I totally agree. And I can't even blame it on the younger generation doing it because I've seen people around our age at get-togethers and birthday parties and everything. And I'm thinking, could that party wait until this is somewhat over or do you just have to do it on that day? It just seems real selfish to me, especially when you're going back home or you're going to see that person that has underlying medical conditions. And so it boils down to, I guess, Pam, is it worth the risk? And I know we want to live our best lives. You know, I get that. Um, And I know it's difficult, it's new, and it's hard to adjust. But like you said, is it really worth the risk? Is it worth you spreading it to someone else? Is it worth you infecting your family even? I, I say not, you know, but I just don't want our community or even other communities to get hit really hard and for us to keep losing lives. Right. And I was just reading an article where this man was saying that his brother, you know, older brother, had decided to go to Michigan with his girlfriend and came back to where they stay, and although they were asymptomatic, he gave it to his father, who is currently in the hospital on a ventilator, and he was talking about how selfish his brother was, and he couldn't couldn't believe that he actually did it when they advised him to not go, and if you go, don't come around us. Mm. Well, are we going to talk about the mayor of Las Vegas, because I'm wondering if the citizens there were drunk when they elected her. Because she showed enough things two sandwiches short of picnic. Carolyn Goodman said that the city's extreme warmth is a powerful protection against the coronavirus. And she wants businesses, including the many casinos there, to reopen. She also offered her city to be a control group and see if they open everything up, what happens. Now, I bet those who have suffered from COVID-19, those grieving families, those who are struggling to recover find this to be insulting and insane. She is pretty much suggesting survival of the fittest. And offered her whole city up as tribute. That clearly lets us know that she really doesn't have any regard for human life. She doesn't have any regard for the people that she's supposed to serve. Yeah, she basically just said, throw the whole state away. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially And so, like we said, and we are being cautious not to judge, because if I were in a situation not knowing how I was going to keep my home, how I was going to feed my family, I understand the temptation to want businesses to open. We survived things before. But for me, it's a matter of valuing that over human life. Like I said, everyone has the right to their own opinion and and where they see value. But for me, it just, I just, and in her case and others like her, it seems like they're putting more value on the economy, on money, 
on their businesses opening, then making sure that we don't have families still breathing to all the victims. 200,000 people around the world have died. That's a lot of people not to take this seriously. Look at here. Don't let y'all's president kill you. First, he suggested a drug that could cause severe heart problems. Now he has suggested that they should explore injecting disinfectant. How in the whole world did he become our president? Y'all sitting up here calling poison control to see if it's okay to drink some Dawn Lysol. And by the way, did we hear the president, y'all hear me, did we hear him say that thousands of governors are calling him? He did say that. And last time I checked, uh, we only have 50 states. So unless there's some states that have been added to the roster since he took office, and I don't think there have been, I'm Uh really interested to know where these other um, hundreds of governors have come from to comprise the thousands of which he speaks. And when he suggested that they, uh, that people inject themselves with disinfectant, he then ended up coming back and stating that he meant that sarcastically. And anybody with good sense was looking at the TV like, did you really just say that? And I would even say that Dr. Burks, uh, Ms. Hermes Scarf herself, uh, who's a part of the coronavirus <laughs> task force, looked at him as if he had nine heads when he mentioned that. But he uh, said that he made that remark sarcastically. And, sir, read the room. This ain't the time for you to be sarcastic. We've already heard the statistics of the number of people around the world who have died. Cases are going up every day. The curve does not seem to be flattening as quickly as we would like for it to. Again, families are grieving. Hospitals are, are rapidly approaching capacity. This is a serious situation. It ain't time for jokes. So, again, mm-hmm. we have a leader who's in office who has no clue of the temperature of the country that he leads. Well, that was almost a benediction. I don't even know where to sign off right now or keep going. Right. Send the offering plate around. <laughs> well said, Jay. Well, maybe, and I was going to ask, well, Pam, are we being too hard on them about drinking? And, and I mean, when I say stop calling poison control, centers all over the country have reported that thousands of people are calling to say, is it really harmful if I drink just a little bit? Can I dilute it with water? You know, different things like that. So Jay mentioned this isn't a joke. This isn't a laughing matter. When you're giving a briefing, on something as serious as this, and people are tuned in because they're looking for direction. You know, there's fear throughout about how we can protect ourselves. And so I I think it was irresponsible for him to say that. I agree, and he knew exactly what he was saying. He only tried to recant his words when he started getting backlash. But he knew exactly what he was saying. He wasn't playing. He was dead serious. Mm-mm. And for people to honor him and idolize him that much to even think about doing it, that speaks volumes about supporters. Okay, well, I'm going to leave that right there. In the midst of all this craziness, 
there are still stories from the stupid criminal files. So that was a Minnesota man. He was arrested. He led Indiana police on a high-speed chase, talking about he thought they wanted to race. So I don't even know. And the thing about it, I kept waiting in the story for it to say he was arrested for drunk driving or being intoxicated, but that was never one of the charges. So I don't know. Maybe he's he's mentally lost it during the quarantine. I think that would be a plausible justification for his actions, mm-hmm. or maybe not necessarily a justification, <laughs> but a plausible reason for his actions. I mean, okay. I get that we're all a little stir-crazy. We're all ready to get out and about, but, you know, again, it's not an excuse for you to be reckless. True. Yep, I definitely agree with Jay on that. And about as crazy as that is a man who bought $10,000 worth of toilet paper and hand sanitizer, and then they shut his eBay account down, so he tried to get a refund. They said, no, you cannot return $10,000 worth of toilet paper. And for those who have hoarded items out of fear or for profit, Costco put up a notice that said they're not accepting refunds on toilet paper, paper towels, sanitizing wipes, water, rice, or lifestyle. And I'm pretty sure that other stores are following suit. And this is exactly why you can only get one package of toilet tissue and one container of hand sanitizer in the Dollar General. Thanks, dude. <laughs> right. And then let me ask you this. You can only get one, and I would get that if they had a steady supply. So when you do your weekly shopping or less, you know, as we try to stay safer at home, we want to get as much as we can so we don't have to constantly go to the store. It would be helpful to be able to get two of some items. It really would. Yeah, especially the the hand sanitizer because they say you can get one, and sometimes it's not even the the big bottle. It's the little small one. Well, I went to Walmart, and they said they were stocking alcohol. That was on a Thursday, so Friday morning, you were supposed to be able to get, you know, disinfectant, hand sanitizer, alcohol, and such. They got in a case of 12 bottles of alcohol, okay? And then the hand sanitizer was the travel kind, the kind you put on your keychain. But there are, and maybe I'll post this, you know, there are some recipes where you can make your own hand sanitizer, but I needed the alcohol to be able to do that. Right. right. And be careful what you mix because they had a big article on the news with mixing certain things together because people were noticing that they had been on the kitchen floor for a few hours trying to mix their own. Wait a minute. I know sometimes I'm not supposed to laugh. Uh, they've been on the kitchen floors and they fainted, passed out. Confused. Okay. They had a list of about 10 things, things I didn't even realize you couldn't mix together. Really? All yeah. sorts of concoctions that you're not supposed to make if you don't want to get out of here before your time. Oh, okay. Well, we need to find that information. And share that with the people as well. Because our goal here on the show, as always, is to keep you informed. And what you do with that information is on you. But we do want to rely on good judgment and good sense. So I encourage you to visit TalkingWithT.com 
for links to the stories that we share. You can catch up on past shows. Each show is different. And so we're proud of being able to produce a new show each week. For you two, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But be reminded, you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. Share some stories, tell us what's trending, ask questions, or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. If you have announcements, message Talking With Tea on social media or visit our webpage to contact us. Also be sure to subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. For more Knoxville news, don't forget, check out the Enlightener Visit my other Facebook page, The Village of Knox, or stay tuned right here to Knoxville's only urban radio station, Jammin' 99.7. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Silence is a source of great strength. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.